If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Maybe the belief system, the expectations and the numbers game, the metrics, like all the beliefs that we're supposed to sit in front of a shark tank and present and say, am I good enough? Like maybe that's all just something to learn to let go of. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? <laughs> no way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. What would it sound like if someone hit record on a conversation between you and a close friend over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or matcha or a margarita, depending on your preference? So much of the Gold Digger podcast is about coming to the table with a guest to walk through tangible teachings on a predetermined topic, making sure that we hit every point on the list for a training in their area of expertise. My conversation with Candice Kumai is not like that. And I'm so grateful we went off format for this one. I was recently in California and had the opportunity to actually sit side by side with my friend Candice, a classically trained chef, former line cook, former TV host, former model turned journalist, and now a podcaster herself and best-selling author of seven books. I could just sense that the interview we had scheduled for the afternoon would feel different. Listening back, it felt like someone had hit record on a heart-to-heart between two pals at transitional phases of their lives, and it captured all of the candid feelings and giggles and tears that come from a good, honest, vulnerable chat. Sitting in her beautiful Los Angeles home over a cup of that specialty matcha, we poured into each other on the topics of success, why women can be so hard on themselves, the struggle to see yourself through the eyes of the people who love you, and so much more. Bring your own beverage, slide up a chair, and join us at the table. Here she is, Candice Kumai. Do I have a new podcast recommendation for you? If you like the Gold Digger podcast, you'll love tuning into Content is Profit, hosted by Luis and Fonzie Camejo, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. 
Discover the secrets and strategies on how your business can achieve the frictionless sale. Luis and Fonzie dig into frameworks, strategies, tactics, and feature special guests to bring you all the information you need in order to turn your content into profit. They tackle topics like five things that you should do to grow your podcast and how to leverage trends to generate attention and answer questions like, what does it mean to stand out in the marketplace? How can you rise above the noise and help others with your offers? If you need a new show to add to your lineup, listen to Content is Profit wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Gold Digger Podcast. Perfect. It's better than done. <laughs> I am so excited to invite today's guest back onto the show, Miss Candice Kumai. Welcome back. Thank you, Jenna. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, so if you didn't catch Candice's first episode, it was episode 374. And I was telling her that I can honestly remember exactly where I was sitting in my closet, no less, with my <laughs> computer propped up on a stroller box and her book in my hands as we chatted the first time. So now, today, as we record this, we're sitting side by side, and it actually feels very special. So It is special. Thank you for coming yeah. to California. I know. I don't belong. I mean, I could belong here, but I don't belong here. It's interesting to me because... There are so many things about Minnesota that I'm like, oh, this is weird. And then I get out of it and I'm like, oh, I miss it. Like for us, traffic is like a red light. Like we get really annoyed if we like get stuck at a red light and we can't so turn. Bad. And so here it's like, oh, fascinating. It's a three mile drive, but it takes 832 minutes to get there. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, apologize. As a Californian, <laughs> born and raised, oh, we have issues. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, we all have issues, but catch us up to speed because when we chatted last, it was 2020. So a lot of life has happened. Full blown pandemic, right? We were in it together 2020. What month was that? It was June. So we were really in it. Yep. That's a great question. I feel like you and I should both really give ourselves credit for making it through that time and also pivoting as we Mm -hmm. talked about before. It's been a wild one. We had to really put together the next step of the book direction. So where were my books going to go from food and wellness and spirituality is our next sector. It's an interesting place to be because I feel like I'm not deserving of this position and I'm not deserving. Like, who am I out of the 7 billion people like to be sharing the way I feel about spirituality? But then... You know, as Marianne Williamson says, who are you not to? You are a child of God and we are liberated when we all share and celebrate and we are in each other's light. And I feel like it's been a journey. It's been writing a lot of what we talked about, getting totally nude, which is not a real thing. I know you're dreaming of it. (laughs) Haven't done it yet, but maybe... I'm like taking off all the layers and getting very honest in this book, which I'm happy that you did in your first book. Let's talk about this. This is is book number seven, which I'm like, how can one human have that much insight, content, story? Like that's impressive. I honestly don't think I personally know anyone that's written that many books. Well, do you see how many drinks I have in front of me? So lots of like, matcha. Right. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. To the point where they still took away oh. like two drinks. <laughs> and there was chocolate here. It's an interesting point. My sister, after she wrote her first book, yeah. she went to my mom and it was a private conversation. It wasn't like behind my back. It was just like, she said, mom, 
Candace is absolutely mental and psycho for writing that many books. Yeah. Like she has some kind of issue to think that it is normal. She yeah. didn't mean it in a negative way. Yeah. She meant it like, I take my hat off because you know how it is. Yeah. It's, it is a process. A grueling one. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if people noticed one day, you know, I feel like maybe down the line, Martha or not just Martha, but I would say Julia Child made mm -hmm. it much later on in life from 40 beyond George Clooney, much the same. You see prolific people out, you know, with really great entrepreneurial skill sets where you don't give them credit for all the years of work that you didn't see them yeah, working. Absolutely. So I think it's been okay being the quiet author. I don't think my publishers particularly like that, but I also like, I'm not going to go all out and be a thirst trap all the time. Yeah. I like my thumbs. I don't want arthritis. <laughs> I, I cook for a living too. I yeah. need these for whisking matcha. Why is it that the loudest and the thirstiest and the frequent frequency is a thing? And when did our culture all of a sudden become so desperate to see so much? Mm -hmm. Whoever posts the most and the most wasteful stuff that means nothing and is virtually a waste of time. I think I'm just a fan of the long game. Yes. And tangible products mm -hmm. that last a really long time that are very slow. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that because you are about to enter a new decade of life. Oh, dear Lord. Let's talk about it. How do you feel? You're turning 40 very soon. How do you feel about entering this new season? I was trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> Stop. So, <laughs> You're lying. Well, wasn't going to go off the rails with this one. But since you asked... We don't have to talk about it. No, no. I like you. You know that. <laughs> if I didn't like you, I would be like, excuse me. I'm 27. What exactly are you talking about? That wasn't me on Top Chef season one. That was some wannabe. Okay. So it feels really good because I really do hope that this will be it. Yeah. You know, I hope that this is the final foray into entrepreneurship where I can say, I'm going to do what I want in my lane and my way. And I don't care what others think. I hope that it's the era of financial freedom. Mm -hmm. I hope that it is a time where people can start appreciating books and documentaries and people that are doing good things, not just people that are doing things for clickbait. I hope that people can change. If I just sound like, you know, the Lone Ranger out in my own wild, wild west, I see that too. I understand I think there are people that really do want to see more quality work, mm -hmm. less clickbait, and also like fact check, think about it, have, you know, provoking thoughts and maybe it's just artwork or whatever the form of expression should be for the 40 to 50 era. I mean, it's kind of cool in a way because people... Super cool. Yeah. I mean, they do respect you a bit more when they start to see the scroll, the resume, the Rolodex, which really dates me. I don't actually use a Rolodex, <laughs> but... <laughs> you are turning 40. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you asked me like what feels really good mm -hmm. and what did I want to do if mm -hmm. I could really do anything at all, which I think is a good exercise to ask at 29. 39, 49. Yeah. Okay. 
So when I was at HSN, it was so freaking easy to walk on set and just be on live TV. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think I very much miss. Yeah. So it almost feels like if someone just gave me an opportunity to have my own live show, that would be a dream. Are there any emotions coming up from you entering a new decade? Because I honestly feel like a lot of women are in this stage of life where they want to reinvent themselves. Like we're coming out of the pandemic. We're really kind of asking ourselves those bigger questions. We're checking in with ourselves a little bit more. What are you thinking as you enter this new decade? Are there regrets? Are there hopes? Like, where are you at? Because I think it's a beautiful, like aging is beautiful to me. And I think in the sense of hindsight and perspective and evolution and all these things. Like you have all of these things through your experiences, which makes you a mentor to so many. Candace is one of the most talented people I've met or experienced. And like so many of us, she is this multi-passionate soul and her love runs so deep for so many things. Yet you are so hard on yourself, like crazy hard on yourself. I don't think I've met such a successful woman who still is this hard on herself. And I'm curious what it would take for you to believe in yourself or to see yourself the way that the world sees you. Oh my God. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And Carrie Annie Naba, she said that I do this. Mm -hmm. Me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And Maria Menudo said it too. Maybe we're all telling you something. You know, when you have a Japanese mom who's from Japan and a Polish American father who's from Poland and my grandpa was a POW, a lot of that pain travels through cellular levels of your lineage and genetics. And it's proven that two generations after trauma, for instance, from a POW are taken through the next generation and the generation after. So This is a great question and a good exercise for all of us. Maybe my 40s, the one thing that I wish the most. Above all, I've always said I would like to gain more merit. I don't care about followers. I don't care about money. Merit and respect would be the great things to take with me to the grave. I would love to find that place of peace where Mm -hmm. I say, I think I have made it and I think I see what everybody has seen for so long. I can't believe you no. I can't believe that you don't think you've already made it. You can ask When will you ever arrive? <laughs> when will you ever arrive? I don't know. I mean, I think I've been sitting at the door and it, it's that little girl, it's that Candace that was similar to little Jenna that I still feel that I am. I don't know. This is a really interesting and very deep question I've not really sat and asked myself. I'm curious because, you know, there are so many moments in my life where I like, we've talked about this, where I thought they would feel different. Yeah. And then you arrive and you're like, oh, this is not what I thought, or this is not what I want, or this is not what I should have been after. And to me, what is a tragedy is that you have done and accomplished things that so many humans never will. I mean, you are in the top 0.00001% in your accomplishments and you still don't feel like you've arrived. You're still waiting. Well, when are we supposed to take a look around? And this is a good exercise too. In Buddhist principle, we often say like, it's the only moment you actually have much like Eckhart Tolle. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And why would we even think about the future? 
as we've gotten to know each other, I've told you about the things I've held on to very mm -hmm. tightly, almost like a chokehold. Yeah. The belief system that I have that I'm not, you, you see mm -hmm. that like these oh, things I've told you, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's uncomfortable for me or it's slow or it's not what I thought. Well, you're not alone in this though. I mean like that, I think the first place to start with that is like, I think every woman, I mean, I'm in a room with women and everyone's shaking their heads of, <laughs> we are all waiting to arrive or waiting for a big break or waiting, but also women in this room, shake your head. Has she already done an insane no. amount? Okay. There are massive head nods. Our heads are going to roll off. Or the only head. reason why stop, I mean, don't even go there, but it's because of the other women, you know, like the greatest opportunities I've had in my life. Belvedere signing with Belvedere was a Jasmine you know, a black female C-level exec that I loved gave me that opportunity. And if it wasn't for Jasmine, I would never have gotten that op. I often measure things in success related to like brand, like, is this a top tier brand? Which I probably should knock off. You and yeah. I are in a system of metrics. Yeah. When I present to Amazon, I absolutely have to put a numbers game in there. Mm -hmm. And when I see the numbers, just like somebody wrote an article about me the other day that said, oh, she only has 3,000 YouTube subscribers. Do you know what that does? It puts me back 10 years. It makes me feel like a little girl. And it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. And that's the proponent in which we were talking we have to fix that. That's mm -hmm. a problem. We've done yeah. a good job of working on different issues that are systemic. Well, there's one that's problematic that must come from one's perspective on others, which is judgment. Yeah. And we need to stop knocking others. So that's why this morning when you came, everyone should know when we read an article, now I get why they tell us, don't mm -hmm. read the articles about yourself. Mm -hmm. How sad is that, that we can't even celebrate all of our hard work because some writer, and I'm a fellow writer, I commend all of you. I know you don't make money, but I also think it's important for you to look at the content and the message you are portraying, putting out in this world and take responsibility that it's so easy for you to say, she's written seven books. She's got 184,000 Instagram followers. Wow. She put this whole series together on her own. I can't believe she directed, produced, wrote, edited, pre-production, post-production, line sheets, budget, taxes, CPA, lawyer, calls, like you have no idea, mm -hmm. but she only has 3000 subscribers. You're holding or, on to the wrong. I things. know <laughs> you're holding on to the wrong thing, but you do it too. I mean, Come on, we're all guilty of the same little guilty sort of. Yes. But okay. Here's my follow-up question on this. What would success feel like for you? Because we could talk about what it could look like. But if we've arrived at the places that we thought would feel differently and they didn't, what would success feel like? This is a good question. I really love that you also, whether people know this or not about you, which I love, is not only are you an entrepreneur, a mom, a friend, and very good at your job, you're very real and honest and you are in real estate. Mm -hmm. And you know what? A lot of my generation, older millennials, we have projected our success based on the implementation of being able to invest in real estate or getting money from some investor. That's where I have felt like I'm not good enough. 
I must not be cool enough. I must not be making it. That's where. So I kept saying, well, Candace, even if you did go out and buy that dream house, you would be sitting there in your bikini writing your next book and you wouldn't even be happy inside. Mm -hmm. So this is a question for deep thought and for me to go offline and to Mm -hmm. really, I'll tell you the things I know that make me happy. Yeah. When my partner and I get to be together and he makes dinner and we sit and we watch the show called Good Enough or Old Enough, excuse me, Good Enough, because that's our show, Good good Enough, (laughs) Old Enough. It's a show on Netflix where Japanese kids go to the market and they're between two and four years old and they tape them. It's to die for. I think you and Drew would like it and your girls too. (sighs) When my cat, who is now 20, like we've talked about, you've met her. When I'm with her, I know she's going to die and mm-hmm. she's going to leave me very soon. Mm-hmm. And when you're 40 and she's 20 and she's been with you your entire adult life, I'm just enjoying the last moments. Mm-hmm. When my sister came into town, she lives in London. We never see each other. We're not that close. When we're together with my mom and dad, when I see my mom and dad mm-hmm. laugh and smile, I mean, that's Game it. Game over. That's it. Yeah. It's actually quite simple, right? It is. And so maybe the belief system, the expectations and the numbers game, the metrics, like all the beliefs that we're supposed to sit in front of a shark tank and present and say, am I good enough? Like maybe that's all just something to learn to let go of in 40, you know, to 50. What's the point? I'd be on a treadmill for the rest of my life. You'd be owned. It's October. And you know what that means? It means sweaters and pumpkin spice lattes. And it also probably means that you're in the final stretch of your fiscal year. And in this interesting economic climate, you're also probably thinking about how to best optimize things like budgets, strategies, and operations in 2023. But let's be honest, no one wants the best probable solution to deal with whatever comes next. You want the best solution, period. Whatever stage your business is in, HubSpot CRM platform is ready to scale with you at the flip of a metaphorical switch. With totally customizable hubs, HubSpot has thousands of apps that you can easily integrate, use, or get rid of whenever you need them or don't. Plus, transparent costs and an intuitive interface means there are no fancy frills to hide behind. That's because HubSpot isn't here to probably grow your business. It's here to help you grow your business, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer 
team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. You know, it's interesting being in LA because I am not used to being around this type of entrepreneurship. And what I mean by this is, just in the week that I've been here or will be, have been here being around other entrepreneurs where they're talking about investors or partners or all these things. I'm like, that sounds terrible to me. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be owned. I don't want to report to anybody. Like I didn't enter this to do any of that. And like, I don't care if you have a $50 million valuation, I have a $50 million lifestyle because I can take a nap in the middle of the day and be home with my kids. Oh my God. So it's fascinating to me because I feel so grounded in success, not looking a certain way. And something too, that I think is fascinating. And I was thinking about this when you're talking about YouTube and 3000 is when is the last time that anyone specifically listening to the show has stood on a stage and had the opportunity to speak into 3000 people's lives. 3000 is not small. 3000 is massive. If we Googled, show me a stadium with 3000 people, the fact that you can speak into that and you have way other bigger audiences in other places, we've become so obsessed with getting more or like reaching more that we forget to serve who's there. And if we serve the people who are there, well, they're going to come back and they're going to bring friends. And so it's so easy to get caught up in the rat race, but it's crazy to me. It's like, I want to shake you by the shoulders, which I actually can because we're in person. Yeah, you can. And say like, look at you, look at you. Like, think about, this will make me cry, but think about what your parents would say to you if they could look you in the eye right now. Just say, well done. I'm so proud of you. Why don't you see that? You know? Uh, when we were shooting (laughs) recently my girlfriend Meredith is so wonderful Mm -hmm. she's a 17 year designer from New York to Hong Kong and my mom decided to come on set with us Mm. it was the second time in the history of my 20 year career that she came because it was Shiseido Oh, yeah, I love Shiseido. It's so great. It's a real <laughs> brand that I use. Your grandma loved it. So she comes and she tells people that she's proud of me, which mm-hmm. I think all of you guys saw on the crew. They're nodding, but I don't mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. She never says it. And Meredith, who was helping to do the wardrobe just out of the kindness of her heart, came to me later and she bawled her eyes out. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know that you needed to hear that your mother was really proud of you so badly. Mm-hmm. And she's blonde hair, blue eyed like you mm-hmm. and, and was like lived in Asia for a while and knew what it was like to have an Asian mom. And sometimes I believe that it takes your friends mm-hmm. to speak in. Yeah. Your life. And when you have immigrant parents, they do not tell you that you're doing a great job unless it's once a decade. Mm. So 
you know, that's okay. But I think that is where, when we ask, why haven't you realized that you've arrived? You've been at the door. The door's been open. You've walked through the door 10 times. Mm -hmm. And also with people like Dr. Oz, Queen Latifah, all the Today Show hosts, you know, a lot of our friends and colleagues that I love and adore. I get it. We're here. We're standing together. We're naked on the stage. Janet says naked on the stage. (laughs) I say, you know, when will the time come? I'm asking for it all the time. And you're right. I got to say, f*** it. The time is now. Sorry for the beat. <laughs> well, it's it's fascinating to me. I think this is an important conversation because I do think that a lot of women listening can relate. Like there are women that have done incredible things. They've had careers or they're incredible mothers or they're great partners or they're amazing daughters. And I feel like there's something wrong that we're all walking around feeling broken and that something's wrong with us and that we're the only ones. And I think this is a wonderful reminder that like achievement alone is not enough. It's like, how do we come home to ourselves and find that peace within? Yes. That brings us to a good segue though. Boundaries. Like when I come home, my way of relaxing, I don't really drink a ton. I don't do drugs anymore. I'm sure I used to be like a serial dater and I had many addictions and all of those will come out in the next book. But I do see myself being online way too much now. Mm -hmm. And like, if you are getting so involved with external, you know, flashing lights and blinking shiny things, clickbait, it's not good for the human imprint and the mark that you want to leave on this earth and the spiritual beings that we are deep inside, Mm -hmm. they're being entangled with this obsession of growth and clickbait and drama. And oh my God, did you see this? There's one thing I don't buy into. And a lot of people don't know this about me from a young age, star Wars came out, didn't really care. Like everyone talked about game of Thrones or breaking bad, breaking bad. I watched years later and Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it on my own terms. Mm -hmm. I don't buy into hype. I can't stand it. I'm not into it. I could create hype around anything if Mm -hmm. I wanted to, but I understand hype is putting an offer on a house that's got 30 offers on it Mm -hmm. because you think for whatever reason it's worth 1.5 million in this moment, you have to have it. The hype of the market, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm much more of a realist these days. And I think Maybe I need to take into consideration the ways that I'm going home and relaxing or how I can separate my personal life from my Mm -hmm. business life Mm because the entanglement is quite real. Yeah. You know, something I was thinking about the other day is how like our brains don't know how to like separate what we're seeing. And I was thinking about this in the context of I follow so many different people on Instagram. So I follow fashion designers. I follow home decor people. I follow entrepreneurs. I follow comedians. I follow all these people. And our brain sees like this beautiful home that the designer did. And then it sees the perfect body that this workout girl has. And then it sees the perfect outfit. And my brain tells me you have to have all of these things without recognizing that like each of these people is really talented in one spot. And so like, we're all walking around being like, I have to have the perfect body and the perfect home and the perfect skin and the perfect outfit and all these things, because we've forgotten that like a lot of people are really good at one thing and that's what they show up as. 
But our brain sees these messages and this messaging. And it's like, I need more. I need to do more. I need to be more. I need to change. I need this. And I was just thinking about like how wild it is because it's like, no wonder why we feel like we can never keep up because it's impossible. But our brains are like weaving all of these incredibly talented people into this one vision. And then we feel like we'll never reach it. A lot of times there is a huge difference between the reality of what you see and oh, what yeah. is. Yes. And the what is is the part that we don't all share yep. because it's messy. It's hot. It's truly like doesn't know which direction to go in. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just think the great pause is a really great place to be in. We had talked about the great resignation and how entrepreneurial we both are and that we could help in one form or another by letting everybody know we've been there. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard no for 20 years about 97% of the time. Mm -hmm which is why it was very hard if I've been rejected. (laughs) Didn't know how to handle rejection because it didn't happen that often because I often create the window because the doors aren't opening for me. And I not only do I create the window, but then I just jump straight through it. So it's been a it's been a process of also letting people know Sure. I don't like going to casting calls. I still have to go to them sometimes because that's how you land the gig. But I do want people to know that I started my own production company because I knew that nobody was going to call me and say, yo, CK, we got you the show. Come on set tomorrow. It's on. Yeah. No one's going to do that. I have to create that opportunity. I'm not sitting here in my bed eating ho-hos waiting for my agents or my managers to call. They're busy. Yeah. And they're not going to have that exact gold digger, wabi-sabi touch that we know innately is in us. Mm -hmm. So while the pivot and the resignation are daunting, depressing, anxiety-laden, they make us feel really crappy. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have confidence when we're not being hired for the gigs we want, but what they do do is they give you this amount of time and we don't have a lot of that. And I agree with you in saying, what is it going to take to feel that I've arrived? Is it Netflix calling? It's nothing that anyone can give you. If they're reliant on anyone else or their opinion of you, scratch it off the list. I mean, it's been a really random roller coaster of emotions more than anything, like a collection, which is why we write. Mm -hmm. But it's also, it's such a good story to tell Jenna, you know, like reading about your faults in how are you really is important for people like me because it's like, oh, thank God I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. 
A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I want to future cast. So our last conversation was two years ago. Obviously we'll talk offline in these next two years. Let's say you're back on the show in two years. What do you hope to be saying? Well, like we said, it shouldn't be codependent on anything. Mm -hmm. I want to feel like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. I want to feel, I don't really want to do deadlines anymore. Mm -hmm. I agree with you on allowing myself the freedom. I think being off line a bit more would be good for me. Mm-hmm. And I think not letting others opinions like the article that was written about me was fine. Mm-hmm. But as you and I both know, read the comments, don't read the comments, read the articles about you. Don't read them. Whether we do incredible work or not, there will always be both good and bad. Mm-hmm. So living with the notion that all coexist with the people that don't like me and also It would be really nice to be able to find my stride Mm -hmm. because most people don't know this, but I got into media at 14 for modeling and then 22 for TV and streamers and front of the camera work. I feel like I've got a lot of that brokenness that we talked about Mm -hmm. from years of abuse and ideas and belief systems and values that I carried with me, like virtually in Mm -hmm. my heart that I never got rid of. So I think it'll be nice to do not a photo dump, but like a unpacking. (laughs) I mean, it's more than unpacking. It's like, I got to sit there and write out the next book so that I can leave the world a better place while at the same time, lightening the load and Mm. maybe coming to the self-realization that like, I don't need any of this. Mm -hmm. Like if I could tell myself in two years, you could walk from the podcast, you could walk from Instagram, or you could walk from 
any media outlet and you'll be fine. Like that would be awesome. Hmm. And maybe I could start the real estate journey and hopefully sooner. Mm -hmm. But it's so frankly strange that freedom is incredibly paralyzing. Mm -hmm. And I come to find that even though I've gotten a lot of what I wanted, like we talked about, it just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And so where can I let go of that Always constant, yeah. constant filling my cup? Yeah. Candace, where can everybody find you, learn more from you, hear more from you, follow you? Well, I am at CandiceKumai.com or on Instagram at C-A-N-D-I-C-E-K-U-M as a Mary, A-I. And my latest book is Kintsugi Wellness. And then the next book will be out with Audible. We have a podcast called Wabi Sabi, which Jenna is on. Juicy. (laughs) And you can hear more about our silly conversations. But I hope people find more women that they can be inspired by. And they start uplifting other women like you have done. You've done the right work and the right journey. And here we are. And we're exactly where we're supposed to be. I just want to say you should be really proud of yourself. And that's what I think we should leave this one with. Thanks, Jenna. I really appreciate it. Mm. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.